Hey, how's it going? My name is Stephen Marks and welcome to the Spirit and Truth podcast. My purpose with all of these teachings is to equip you with the word of God and help you understand your authority, your power, your victory and mission as a believer in Jesus Christ. So you go from glory to glory and victory to victory by the power of Holy Spirit who lives in you. So enjoy, God bless and let's get our generation saved. Alright, welcome to secret number nine to answered prayer. This has been an amazing series, super beneficial for me to go over it. And if you haven't listened to the other eight, you need to go and listen to those. You need to share them with people so they actually know how to pray. They need to know what to pray about, how to pray, how to get results from their prayer and actually experience breakthrough and victory and glory in their life, right? This is not just a far off thing. It's not a like incomprehensible thing. It's super simple. And when we implement these things, we actually shift everything in our favor in our life. And it's such a blessing. So it's important to nail these things down. I've tried to make it as simple, as concise, as straightforward, as easy as possible to receive as deep as the stuff is. Um, so go go back, listen to them, give them reviews, give them comments, let me know what you think of them. If you've got any questions, I'd love to dive deeper and I'll certainly be able to do season two of uh, learning to, or sorry, season two to secrets to answered prayer. I'm sure there's going to be loads of stuff. I'm constantly re- like refining, learning more. But for now, I think nine episodes is more than enough. And this last one, I'm excited for. I'm going to double hit on on a particular topic, which is praying according to God's word. Um, And I'm going to really highlight some key scriptures here. So open with me. Um, I'm going to start by reading uh, Jeremiah 1 verse 12, which says this, right? Jeremiah is speaking to the Lord. He's just encountered God for the first time. God's asking him to see stuff, asking him to prophesy about the, the, the nation of Israel, right? And the Lord says in verse 12, he says, Then the Lord said to me, You've seen well, for I am watching over my word to perform it. All right. You see, God is faithful and therefore faith activates his word. Just like Mark 11, 23 and 24 says, whatever you say and you receive and do not doubt in your heart, you will have whatever you say. So when you say God's word, he watches over it to perform it. Right. He cares about his word. Right. He, it says in Psalm. Ooh, I'll have to find the Psalm. But it says in the Psalms that God elevates his word above his own name and faith in the name of Jesus has the capacity to make you well, right? Acts uh, 3. So really the word of God is a level up from his name, which is amazing. In other words, he cares about it. So he watches over it. When that gets said, bang, it's said in faith and received and it goes out of your mouth. That's important. God watches over that because he wants to perform his word. All right. Now, to give you an example of this, I want to go to Numbers, right? Go with me to Numbers 14 quickly. All right, this is after Moses has sent out the spies into the promised land to scout out the land, right? They come back, they give a terrible report, and they try and convince everyone, oh my goodness, we just can't do this. God was actually unfaithful and all this stuff. But then Caleb and Joshua actually have a different spirit, and they convince three million people, we can do this because God says so right? They have a different spirit about them. That's what the Lord says, right? And the Lord said to Moses, how long will this people despise me? And how long will they not believe me in spite of all the signs that I've done for them, right? The Lord is getting frustrated with people who keep on neglecting his character, keep on 
trying to prove his character wrong regardless of his faithfulness and steadfast love time and time again. It's like they're, they're stubborn in not believing. Anyway, gets to the point where God's like, I- I'm done. I'm going to make you, an, uh, I'm, I'm going to just destroy this. I'm over this. Um, and this is what Moses said. Um, I want to just make sure I, I read this in the right way. Uh, okay, verse 17. Four, Numbers 14, verse 17, it's in the middle of Moses' prayer, and he says this. Now, he says, and now, please let the power of the Lord be great as you have promised, saying, and now he quotes God, the Lord is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, forgiving iniquity and transgression, but he will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers on their children to the third and fourth generation. Okay, and then that's the end of the quote. He's using the word of God over there in verse 18. He literally, that's coming from, what are we on? What's before that? Leviticus and Deuteronomy. That's where that's coming from. He's quoting scripture. He's quoting what God said, all right, back to God. That's powerful. Then verse 19, listen to this. Please pardon the iniquity of this people according to the greatness of your steadfast just as you have forgiven the people from Egypt until now. Then in verse 20, listen to this, God's promise of judgment. Then the Lord said, I have pardoned according to your word. So now he's saying, hey, you just prayed, you used my word, and now I'm listening to what you want according to what you say, even though Moses has just quoted the Lord. So God likes that. He respects that, and he moves for that. So it's important that you see that. Why? Because God watches over his word to perform it. Now, this is a deep thing because the word of God is the ultimate and only truth in existence. It is. Regardless of what happens in your life, the word of God is true. You can have something go completely contrary, like I've had in my own life. Things go completely whack compared to the word of God. The word of God says, I need to be healed. I'm not healed. What's the problem? My life is the problem. The word of God is right. God's character is right. God is just. What does that mean? Lord, my life, my my body needs to come in alignment with the word of God because the word of God's true and right and my body is not currently true and right. Something's off in me, right? And when you get that in your head, it's called coming to your senses. And I'm going to prove this to you. Go with me to Luke 15. All right, it's the parable of the lost sheep and the parable of the prodigal son. This is important. I want to read this part with the prodigal son. He's gotten his inheritance and he's currently with a whole bunch of pigs and he's just poor, broke, useless, absolutely no good. And he says this, but in verse 17, when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's servants have more than enough bread, but I perish here with hunger. I will rise and go to my father's house and I will say to him, Father, I've sinned against you and heaven. I'm no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your servants. In other words, you get to a point of being so desperate, so over the situation of the devil whacking you around that you get to a point where you actually come to your senses and you say, there's no ways this is actually how it's supposed to be. And you actually are in a position to receive the truth of God's word that, yeah, my life is seriously contrary to how the word of God says. What do I need to do to get my life 
on the move. And I wanted to get this in line with what we're praying. That you've got to get to a point in your prayer life where you're like, huh, I either don't pray at all and I get frustrated why I don't see my life changing or I pray and I'm not getting results. Why is that happening? I'm getting frustrated. I'm literally wasting my breath. What's the problem? And when that happens, you will be able to receive and come to your senses of saying the word of God is true. My life's wrong. This situation's wrong. I cannot wait to speak the word of God back to God in my prayer so that he might watch over it and perform it and my life shifts as a result. Do you see that? It's important. That is a deep, deep truth, but it's the reality. It's important that you understand there's no if or but, right? Take Jesus at his word. It's not if you do this, that, and the other, or but, you know, sometimes it doesn't happen. No, Jesus's word says that we can ask and receive when we ask using his name. We can ask and receive with faith. We can ask and receive when we treat others according to his word, which is like literally husbands love and honor and respect your wives as a weaker vessel. Go read First Peter 3 verse uh, 7, I think. Um, it literally says your prayers will be hindered otherwise. So it's important to know how to set yourself up for success in prayer. Taking authority over the enemy before you go into prayer. Building yourself up in faith before you go into prayer. All of these things that I'm saying are summarizing truths and key secrets to successful prayer that I've spoken about. So if you don't know what I'm speaking about, go and listen to the rest of these secrets. They're critical. It's going to change your life to get these in your spirit. Because when they're there, you're going to be receiving when you pray. Okay? And that's really important to understand that your prayers can shift entire nations. Right? Just like it said in James, Elijah prayed fervently that it wouldn't rain and it didn't rain all over the earth. It didn't rain for three and a half years. So if you have that capacity, because Elijah is no one special, he just feared the Lord. You are in that same boat. God doesn't care who the heck you are. I think it's uh, Acts 10 verse 34. He has no favorites. God is willing and able to use anyone and everyone who fears him and does what is right. You have confidence as a believer before the living God. You can press into these things and they can apply to They do apply to you and they're going to shift your life. It's just the reality of of the situation. So I pray that that blesses you. These were these were some deep truths, but um, yeah, I, I just, oh, I'm excited because I know these things are going to change the way people live their lives. And when you get a hold of it, it's, it's the most precious thing ever because this lasts an eternity, right? So I pray it blesses you in the mighty name of Jesus. If there's any testimony, share it. Get it out to other people. If these have been a blessing, share them with other people. Don't just hold them. Share the treasure with other people. Get it out to as many different friends and family as you can possibly get it to because the Word of God's true. It's alive and active. The Spirit of God is real. And in any believer, we're able to press into these things and shift our whole reality. It's so important to get a grip of this so share it tell me about the testimonies find my instagram tags you can find them i'm steve marks like everywhere so get these things out to people share the testimony it is a weapon i love you i'm so proud of you and i'm excited for the next couple series that i'm going to be doing stay tuned should be a daily podcast out 